In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome to St. Joseph's Chamber. And in this podcast episode, I would like to talk with you about the Most Holy Rosary. I have been wanting to do this podcast uh, series or episode. I don't know what it's going to be yet. Probably a a series of uh, talks. I have wanted to do this for ages. Um, I've been praying the rosary um, uh, every day now for um, for months, uh, ever since I started to learn how to pray it. And uh, I've, I've been researching how to pray it as well as I can. And I just want to share with you uh, about it and how to pray it and what it is and how it might change your life, like really, really change your life. So, uh, what is the Most Holy Rosary? Well, you've all seen a rosary before, all of us have seen them, but uh, essentially the rosary isn't the necklace so much as it is the system of prayers. So you can actually pray the rosary without the rosary beads, uh, and, and they're, they're supposed to be just to help. And of course, if, if you do use rosary beads and they've been blessed by a priest, then you get a partial indulgence for that, for either yourself or the holy souls in purgatory. But you don't need the rosary beads to pray the rosary. You can use your fingers or you can, uh, uh, you, you, uh, you can ju- just keep uh, in memory w- w- what Hail Mary you're on. Uh, so it's, it's a system of prayers. That's what the rosary is. It's a system of praying. It's a very old system of praying. And in its most simple and traditional form, it is a meditation on the 15 mysteries of the life of Jesus Christ and of his blessed mother, Mary. Now, in order, these are first the five joyful mysteries. So out of the five joyful mysteries, we have, firstly, the Annunciation. When St. Gabriel, the Archangel Gabriel, comes to Mary and announces to her that she is going to conceive in her womb the Christ, the Lord from heaven. So the Annunciation. Secondly, the visitation of Mary to St. Elizabeth and St. John the Baptist. The third joyful mystery is the Nativity of Jesus, born at Bethlehem. The fourth joyful mystery is Jesus being presented in the temple by his mother and by St. Joseph. And the fifth joyful mystery is the finding of Jesus in the temple when Jesus uh, went missing for three days and eventually they found him in the temple. So those are the joyful mysteries. Then we have the five sorrowful mysteries which are firstly the agony of Jesus in the garden of olives or the garden of Gethsemane the second sorrowful mystery where Jesus is scourged at the pillar very graphically portrayed in the film the passion of the Christ the third sorrowful mystery is the crowning with thorns Jesus being crowned with thorns the fourth sorrowful mystery is Jesus carrying his cross and the fifth sorrowful mystery is Jesus being crucified on the cross. So those are the five sorrowful mysteries and then lastly the five glorious mysteries 
first glorious mystery is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The second glorious mystery is his ascension into heaven. The third glorious mystery is Christ sending the Spirit from the Father, uh, sending the Spirit upon us all. Uh, Pentecost, in other words. The fourth glorious mystery is the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary into heaven bodily. And the fifth glorious mystery is the coronation of Our Lady Mary, Queen of Heaven and of Earth. So those are the 15 mysteries of the Rosary. And the point of praying the Rosary is to meditate on each of those 15 mysteries. Now, how do we do that? Well, we'll get to that in a moment. But firstly, let us just quickly see that the Rosary, therefore, is a compendium. It's a summary of the entire gospel of Jesus Christ that's been given to the world to save to save us. So if we pray the entire rosary every day, for instance, then we are connecting in our hearts with the entire work of Christ daily and the church's entire liturgical year. So this, this is what the rosary is. It is connecting uh, in, in, a, in a very powerful way with the entire work and life of Jesus Christ and with the entire entirety of the church's liturgical year, all her main celebrations. Now, how is this meditation on these mysteries carried out? How, how do we meditate on the gospel in the rosary? Well, by saying... One Our Father and ten Hail Marys for every mystery. So a, a very common way of doing this is to say, for example, say, say we're praying the say, say we're praying the the um, the scourging at the pillar, sorrowful mystery, uh, the, the second sorrowful mystery, Jesus scourged at the pillar. We'd announce that, and then we'd pray One Our Father, One Lord's Prayer, and then ten Hail Marys. But we have to meditate on that mystery we have to meditate on Jesus being scourged at the pillar and one we'll get to how there's different ways of of doing that and I'll, I'll share some of the ways uh, that I find most helpful so uh, that's the rosary in its simplest form and, and many other aspects have been added to the rosary from different catholic traditions uh, different prayers at, at the beginning of of the rosary like introductory prayers and different sort of finale prayers but essentially, it is merely as I've described it. Now, again, it's important to emphasize here that the rosary is a meditation on the life of Christ, or it is not the rosary. In other words, yeah, we can reel off the Our Fathers and the Hail Marys. But if we don't meditate on the mysteries, then we are praying something else. We're not praying the Most Holy Rosary. And it's surprising how often this is ignored, but this is the church's official line. And we know this because in the Enchiridion, I think that's how you pronounce it, the Enchiridion on Indulgences, the church's, which is the church's official document on indulgences, it is stated that you must meditate on the mysteries of the rosary if you want to gain the indulgences attached to the rosary. So without meditation, you don't gain the, indulg- the, the indulgences attached to the rosary. So meditation on the mysteries is crucial. 
Otherwise, we're not praying the rosary. We're praying something else. And it might be good. The, the, you know, it's really great to be praying loads of Hail Marys and loads of Our Fathers. I mean, that in and of itself is, is amazing. But that, that's, that alone is not the rosary. The rosary is meditating on the mysteries of Christ whilst praying the, the, the Hail Marys. Uh, now, some, uh, some information on, on, on the rosary, on, on uh, kind of how it developed. The rosary has always been a popular replacement by the laity for the divine office. What is the divine office? <laughs> the divine office is the church's official daily public prayer. And, and all bishops, all hierarchs, all priests... And all deacons, all of the entirety of the Catholic hierarchy, have to pray the divine office daily. Now, uh, de deacons are exempt from praying all of it, but priests and bishops have to pray all of it uh, daily. The, 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 the whole divine, the whole divine office, and uh, it's contained in big books, the divine office, and the prayers are different every day. And it's mainly a recitation of the psalms. The, Psal the Psalms, the Psalter is the hymn book of the church. It always has been. And this is what the divine office is. It, is. it is mainly a recitation of the Psalms with lots of other things thrown in, such as the Lord's Prayer, uh, scripture readings and, and other things. Well, uh, the common folk of the past didn't have access to the divine office and they didn't know 150 Psalms off by heart. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the laity were lucky if they knew, knew a Hail Mary and knew an Our Father and, and knew the Creed. <laughs> um, so the laity began to recite 150 Our Fathers as a popular replacement for the 150 Psalms. And this was eventually uh, changed to the recitation of 150 Hail Marys uh, to, to replace the 150 Psalms being recited. And here we have the most traditional form of the rosary, 150 Hail Marys, 15 Our Fathers to go with 15 Mysteries. Now, is it worth praying the Divine Office? It's an excellent idea to participate in the Divine Office if you can, especially the Church's morning and evening prayers, which are the pillars of the Church's daily prayer. And this is now really possible and really accessible and really easy because of the internet. Isn't that amazing? Before the internet, it would have been really hard to do this. You, you would have probably had to spend an awful lot of money. And uh, but, but now with the internet, all you have to do is go on Divine Office, uh, type in the Divine Office, and you can access the church's official public prayer every single day. And it changes every single day. Um, and if you do this, you are participating in the church's own daily public prayers. And no doubt this will bring wonderful blessing and peace and strength to your life. And you can just do the morning prayers or you could just do the evening prayers, the Vespers prayers, or you could do both of them. Or you could do it a little bit more if you want. But the church also commends the rosary with particular emphasis. And, and, and neither are more important than the other, as, as far as I know, as far as I know. Um, You'll get you'll get uh, different people sort of emphasizing one more than the other, and perhaps different people saying, "Oh, well, you know, this is the most important." No, no, this is the most important. But I think that the church recommends them very much. Both the church recommends recommends both of them. So as far as I know, the church doesn't kind of pick or choose here, um, and they're both connected anyway. Um, 
the you know the the, ro the rosary is that popular replacement for the laity uh, of of the divine office. So. So we don't need to say here which is better or, 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 or what have you. Um, it's just the, ch the church commends, the church com has always commended the rosary with particular emphasis. And, and it's, up, you know, it's up to you what, you what you choose to do in your own spiritual life. You'll be blessed whichever you do. Uh, and lastly, uh, why do we call it the most holy rosary? Well, we call it the most holy rosary because it clearly is a prayer that has a special place in the church's heart. And that's because the church believes it has a special place in Mary's immaculate heart. We believe that Mary herself revealed the rosary, the most holy rosary, to St. Dominic and to St. Bridget. And, the, and, and, and it's been used, it's been prayed by so many saints, the rosary, and has made so many people saints. Uh, and so, so the most holy rosary seems a very fitting title to give to it because th this is this is a this is a discipline it's a spiritual devotion which has attached to it tr so many blessings so much power that that it can make you into a saint if you if you if you pray it so it's a very very precious prayer to the church the rosary and uh, many popes have pl prayed it especially in recent in in, in recent times uh Pope St. John Paul II was, was very, very devoted to the rosary. And Pope Francis recites the entire rosary every day. And that's in addition to also reciting the whole divine office. So, yeah, the Pope prays a lot. <laughs> I know that might be a shocker to you, but he, he does. I don't know how he manages it with everything else he's got to do as well. Flying here, there and everywhere, trying to, <laughs> trying to um, make peace all over the world. Um, that said, if you are Catholic, you don't have to actually pray the rosary at all. Um, there's absolutely no requirement for any Catholic to pray the rosary. Uh, okay. Why is it important to pray the rosary? Well, we've already answered that to, to some degree, but let's get, let's get specific here. Because the church has attached tremendous blessings and indulgences to the recitation of the Most Holy Rosary. That the rosary is so indulgenced um, by the church, and uh, the church highly recommends this prayer to her faithful. And as I've said before, because many saints have achieved sainthood through praying it, there are, there are so many saints who recited the entire rosary, all fifteen mysteries, uh, every single day. And, and, and it was through this that, that, that uh, largely through this that they became that they became so holy and became saints. Pope Leo the Thirteenth said, "It's a particularly the Rosary is a particularly powerful means for getting to heaven." And Mary has given fifteen promises to those who recite the Rosary, and these promises indicate that you are likely to be taken straight to heaven when you die if you are faithful to reciting the rosary throughout your life. Also, you're likely to become a great saint through praying it. She said you will have a high degree of glory in heaven if you are attached to the rosary. So if you want to get to heaven, pray the rosary. <laughs> and if you, even if you want to get anything from God, if you need anything in your life, pray the rosary for it and you'll get it. That that's that these are the promises Mary's given, and if you need specific divine guidance in your life, pray the Rosary, and you will receive signal graces. You'll receive uh, divine uh, guidance. 
So I, I encourage you to explore these 15 promises attached to praying the rosary. One of the main reasons to pray the rosary is because it's very accessible. You, you don't even need your rosary beads to pray it, although that is a good idea because using rosary beads that have been blessed by a priest gains you and all the holy souls in purgatory partial indulgences. But you can get the blessings from praying the rosary without the beads. Also using the beads is, yeah, it is just really helpful to you just sort of finger along on the beads and, and you sort of don't need to think of what Hail Mary am I on here. <laughs> uh, sometimes I often use, I use my fingers to count. I've often used my fingers to count if I've not got my ro rosary beads on me. So no books are needed at all here when praying the rosary. You don't need any books. You, you don't really need to be holding anything apart from your rosary beads or, or just counting on your fingers. And, and really all you need to know are the 15 mysteries that I've told you earlier, the Our Father and the Hail Mary prayer. <laughs> yeah, yes, as far as I know, there's not, not really anything else to know. It's good to know a few other prayers that are often used with the rosary, but they aren't essential. You just need to know the 15 mysteries, the Our Father and the Hail Mary. And the sign of the cross would be a good idea. <laughs> now, how should we meditate on the mysteries? Well, the... I, I, actually, I will, I will stop this episode here and I will continue in another episode. God love you. God bless you. <laughs>